A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The new season of Husey We Have a Problem starts Monday, January 20. Right after I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here on Channel 10. My name's Dave Hughes, and like everyone else, I've got problems. Uh, yes, I do. I absolutely do. <laughs> One of them involves my wife and the purchase uh, of an Australian fireman's calendar, which happened recently. And when it got brought home, she said that our four-year-old and six-year-old daughters wanted to buy it for Daddy because the firemen were holding puppies. <laughs> I said to my wife, they're not the puppies I want to see on a calendar. <laughs> but my wife loves this calendar it's, and she cannot wait for the month to turn over so a new fireman, new puppies can be in her life. <laughs> I feel confronted because their bodies are obviously better than mine because they uh, work out and they do a real man's work and I don't. My wife loves tradies, that annoys me. She was really built a house a couple of years ago. She was on the site every day, basically. Hot days, tradies running around with no clothes, no tops on. And she's... I said, honey, uh, what's going on here? She said, they're hot. <laughs> I said, well, you know, it's, uh, I want to put some shirts on SunSmart. She said, don't worry, honey, I've put lotion on all of them. So. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. We've got to solve that problem. There's many more problems we're going to solve. We're going to do it tonight. You ready? real problems and we find real solutions. We've got real solution solvers with me tonight. Let's give a hand for Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> Rachel Roberts. <laughs> Nick Cody. <laughs> and Ursula Carlson. All right, let's start the show, though, because Australia's got problems and we're going to get to most of them in the next hour. Here we go. Uh, real problems, too. Real problems, real solutions. If you do have a problem, go to our Facebook page, Husey, we have a problem, and you could be mentioned on TV. Uh, here we go. This is a relationship problem from Cara from New Farm in Queensland. She says, my boyfriend of six months is really hot. Uh, girls keep trying to chat him up right in front of me and I'm sick of it. I don't think he does enough to shut them down quick enough, I can only imagine what goes on when I'm not there. Should I be worried? My, my wife is also, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it, she's embarrassed when I say this, but she's very attractive. She is very attractive. Yeah, and I've, I've always thought so. <laughs> no, this is... And I, the same, like... I, no, hang on, I know you've always thought so. <laughs> and every time I'm out with my wife and Lawrence is there, he basically just chats to her for ages and, and she chats to you and I don't like it. <laughs> so at some point in the chats with my wife, do you think maybe I should chat to another woman in this, in this, uh, in the, at this party? No, Holly is uh, not only incredibly uh, attractive, but she's also very intelligent. She's great, great company. 
But I still, whenever I'm talking to her, in the back of my head is, and you chose Husey. <laughs> That's the question that is always boggling but, around. And that's the attitude I don't like. Um, <laughs> because, but at any point, do you think maybe I should, do? You think maybe I should move on and talk to someone else in the, at, uh, you know? Well, like, now that I know that it really shits you, no, I'll never, <laughs> I'll never, never move on. But I think that this woman should actually take a little bit of comfort in the fact that other people find her partner attractive. I'm with a woman who is very attractive and 16 years younger, and I get a bit of a thrill out of other people finding her really attractive too. That's right, 16 years <laughs> young. That's if, a lot of if years. I can just, if I can just jump in, you know, like, I've got the experience. People talk to me all the time. <laughs> but I can because I'm obviously a trophy wife, and I... <laughs> That is not your chance to go the biggest laugh of the night, mate. Yeah. What trophy did your wife get for marrying you? <laughs> Again, Lauren, too be careful. <laughs> you know, you stay committed. Sure, you enjoy the chat, you know. Um, mm. But they will leave and then you still go home with yours. So be secure. When I go overseas, it's when it really kicks in. And when people don't know who I am, they really freak out yeah. as to why we're together. So um, I swear to God, we did a backpacking trip around Africa with a stack of Europeans, and I found out after three days they were talking about me behind my back in front of me. <laughs> trying to work out how I had got my wife, yes. And there was no Aussies there, so I couldn't prove that I was Husey. So it was disappointing. There was a guy called Stefan who would just not piss... He would not piss off. He was always trying to learn new words, and I said, here's a new word, piss off. <laughs> Flattering in a way. I mean, I know that they, that, sure, they don't know who you are, but they find your wife super attractive. So you think, at the end of the day, she's going home with you, mate, so why are you worried it's about it? It's stressful. It's not like she's hanging around with Stefan and then you don't see her until 12 o'clock the next day. <laughs> you always worry that she'll just have that moment that Lawrence has to go, why? Um... <laughs> yeah, but she'd, ha she'd have had it by now, wouldn't she? Like... <laughs> So we're saying she should just relax? Is that what you're saying, yeah, people? Just chill out. All right, so, yeah, fair enough. And, and for you, Lawrence, when you, when you let Nick see my wife, you don't have to kiss her goodbye, mate. You know? OK. <laughs> All right, I'll stop tongue. kissing her on the lips then. <laughs> he kisses her goodbye like they're like partying at an airport or something. <laughs> I'm always sorry to see her go. <laughs> All right, so just chill out. Chill out, Cara, it's going to be OK. Let's move on. This problem has come in on video. Let's take a look. Hi, this is Julie from Mansfield, Queensland. My fiancé farts on me in his sleep and it really <laughs> grosses me out. How do I make him stop? Well, I mean, he's asleep. Yeah. I mean, how do you yeah, get into someone's subconscious and say, don't fart? You've got to take shifts with the sleeping. Like, how else can you do it? If you're sleeping at the same time, it's going to happen, get over it. I, I'm, how, how's, how are the logistics working there? So she farts on him, so there's spooning. She's maybe behind there. It's like, so she's really getting the full... <laughs> the full Dutch oven. I was once uh, reading a book in bed and my partner no, was asleep. No, you were Yeah, no. <laughs> I was looking at a picture book in bed and uh, my partner was asleep next to me and I dropped a fart that was so bad she woke up punching. <laughs> Just... Like she was being attacked. That is the problem. When you wake them, when you wake them up, that is a problem through either sound or, you know, aroma. That's terrible. Yeah. It's really hard. This is all part of a relationship, though, right? I often... I am blown away, pardon the pun. <laughs> 
goes fast. I know, right? Just holding on. By people in relationships who say, I've been married for 10 years and I've never farted in front of my partner. My I think, radio... how have you not exploded? You've got to, if you love someone, you love their farts. That's it, exactly. My wife's farts in her sleep and it's the most adorable thing. <laughs> I don't want the person that I love to be in pain and have to leave the room awkwardly. No. Like, there's nothing, you know, when you're on a first date or something, and in those mm. early days you've got to do that, there's nothing worse than the awkwardness and the... So you don't even leave the room. Do you stay in the room? Just go, honey, I'm about to fart. Deal with yes, it. Yes, of course. I leave no, you the let room. It, you let it speak for itself. Well, you don't, you don't announce it. You surprise him with it. I, I normally cuddle up. I'm like, hi, vibe. And then and you, you get your lean on so you get a punch out. <laughs> a little, just a little like, what was that? What was that? And she's worried yeah, that I'm freaking yeah. quiet. Just... <laughs> yeah. My wife, so, Julie, you've seen how much fun we've had with farts, so <laughs> embrace the fart and enjoy your, your, your man and what he does, right? Yeah. Let's move on. This problem is a problem from Louisa from North Fremantle in WA. She writes, I'm pregnant with a girl, so she knows. She's obviously had the... Um... Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and for years, my favourite girl's name is jo has been Josie. All right, great, that's fair enough. Uh, last year, my best friend called her dog Josie. <laughs> do I have to come up with a different name? Is Ursula, do you think? No, or? I uh, no, keep it, because dogs don't live as long as kids. Yeah. <laughs> so your kid is definitely... I wanted to call my dog something cutesy, yes. you know, like Biscuit or whatever, because she's a golden lab, but I can't because I'm a big bitch, you know, and I can't... <laughs> if I go out, shout out Biscuit. <laughs> Molly, you know. Fine, Ursula's right. It's not going to live as long as the kid. If you really love Josie, you've been hanging on to that name, just name it Josie. I reckon if you've told somebody what your preferred name is and they go and name their kid, that's friendship over. If they steal your kid's name, if yeah. they've had a baby before you have the baby, out of it. Did you know the, the sexes of your babies before? No. We no? Didn't. So we started actually calling, when Maggie was in utero, we called her Brian. Yeah, right. Just as a joke. It's like, ah, little Brian. And hello to all the Bryans. So. Yeah. <laughs> with my first, with our first baby, I, my wife didn't know, but I did know. So, yeah, so I wanted to know, she didn't want to know. So I had to keep a secret for, like, eight months, you know. Why, so, why would you not want to know, though? It's like a kinder surprise, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, to me, because like, I've got two kids, we found out as soon as we could because, um, you know, like, the big surprise comes when they're teenagers and they don't kill you in your sleep. <laughs> I couldn't keep the secret though because my wife, we were having baby name conversations and she's going, uh, what are you, what, what are you, with the boy baby name conversations went long, lot longer than what the girl ones did. Yeah. The girl ones, she'd go, what about this? I go, yeah, sure, let's go with that one. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a pretty silly thing if you think about it that you get responsibility to give the name that will be forever the name of a human being. Like you get to label that person. Does anything that's weird that you get to say, I get to decide that you will be Lawrence if you come out of my bits? What are the <laughs> That's weird. All right, so we're going we need a solution here. What we're saying is name your child Josie because the dog will die before you know it. <laughs> Just say to your friend, hey, rename your dog, because it'll come for anything, to be fair. If you feed it, it'll come. So you can call that dog Jim for a while to let it adjust. And the kid's now Joseph. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi guys, it's Barry Dubois here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, but if you're looking for something else to listen to, head over to Hammer at Home next. It's where I interview interesting people from all walks of life. It's a lot of fun and I'd love to have you in our company. See you over at Hammer at Home. This problem comes from Henry from Auburn. Whenever I get drunk, I end up getting into arguments on social media. (laughs) Should I give my phone to a friend when I'm on the source? Yes, social media and drinking. Maybe I should start this, Dave. (laughs) Yes, I do. I am familiar with an issue you had a little while ago, yes. Mm. Uh, Tell us about it, Lawrence. Well, I had had a bit of a track record of uh, getting on social media after maybe four or more standard drinks. Yes. <laughs> Friday night was my night of, of choice. Let yourself go. Just yeah. let myself Better go. Better hard week. Yeah. Just You've rip, earned it. Rip into a few trolls, mm. throw out a few bombs. Just <laughs> make some criticisms where criticism was due. The one, one in particular which was pretty famous was a, was a reviewer in Adelaide who mm. didn't love your stand-up show. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. I got three stars in the Adelaide Advertiser mm. and against... My best advice, uh, I decided to get on Twitter. It was actually Valentine's Day. My wife was going to bed and she said, what are you doing? Because I'd been told no more Twitter and drinking. Yeah. No more tweet, drink and tweet. Mm. I said, oh, I'm just going to have a look at some things on the internet. And she goes, you behave yourself. <laughs> she went to sleep. She woke up to a full-blown Twitter storm yeah. where I had uh, corresponded with the reviewer. And... Um, <laughs> And then the rest of the world had got involved. Yeah, well, what they and say... it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I loved every second of it. But, <laughs> so you got another review from the advertiser only a little bit after that. Power three-star review turned this fringe performer into a five-star jerk. <laughs> and, and I was shell-shocked by that. But there was a couple of people in the industry who said, this is gold. Mm. You've got to be very happy with five-star jerk. <laughs> For publicity, you know, I'll do anything to, for publicity. You know, well, I'll buy a three million dollar house for publicity. So. But did it end up good? Was it? Was you Look, happy? I, I was immediately in contact with the reviewer yeah. to say, listen, you know, a lot of that was just shooting from the hip. It's like two wrestlers calling one another names. Mm. <laughs> it's a dangerous game, though. I, I've started to attacking people back on private messages, though, so no one can see I'm attacking. <laughs> right. yeah, so you follow them? I follow them. I f- then I send them a private message, and then they screenshot that and post it to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a review, it was just a stone guy standing there. <laughs> and I was completely straight. It's bullshit. <laughs> Don't you feel bad for people that have written a bad review, because I feel like they've already seen something they didn't like. I've seen lots of things I don't like, but then I don't have to go home and write an essay about it. <laughs> that would just make me so angry. They probably started using three stars and then they've gotten eight paragraphs in. It's like, one star, he's made me angrier. I've got to write this out. This is annoying. Yeah, absolutely. But I... reviewers, reviewers like that pain because they're um, subhuman and they live in... <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, you know what? 
you can do, if there's a reviewer in the room, if you're worried if there's a reviewer in the room, you know, because as soon as you come out, all the lights are off. So what I do before I start the show, I go, guys, I'm about to start the show. I just want to see if there's a reviewer. Then I make them switch the lights on because then they run under the fridge. <laughs> you just lights off again, you carry on with the show. All right, Henry, you've learned a lot about us tonight. But uh, what I'm going to say is do not drink and text. We're going to go with that. Do yeah, not drink right, and text. All right, thank you. Let's move on. Here we go. This next problem, uh, Ursula. Yes. This is your problem, your famous brother-in-law. Yes. What's the story? All right, so every Christmas we have to go to my wife's family. My brother-in-law is uh, mid-30s. He lives with my mother-in-law. He has no job, no dreams or hopes. He's just an idiot. And he still gets pocket money. Oh, my God. And then... Um, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but then he looks at our car, he goes, I can't believe you drive that piece of shit. Like, You're unemployed and you live with your mum. Mm. But it's like nobody else in the family realises he's an idiot. Because um, they're so used to him. So he's always been an idiot. If he does anything, they go, that's so him. I go, that's, he's an idiot. <laughs> but now I'm like, should I bring it up next time we go? Because you know, so Does he have any, you know, any redeeming nothing. features? Um... He'll be a great organ donor. <laughs> That's literally the only thing I can think of. Who can, guys, can we tell? Can you tell a, uh, your partner or your partner's family that you don't, you really dislike one of their family members? Well, as a, like a, a, a big cat in Africa, you've got to get one away from the herd and just start to confide in people. You can't do an open discussion because no one's going to say, yeah, I think he's an idiot. You've just got to start confiding in people and once you've got the numbers, you can say, listen. <laughs> it's a dangerous game, though, because if someone, you know, blows the cover, you know, you can, they've got a WhatsApp group. Oh, Lawrence yeah. just said that... Oh. Does your brother-in-law have a, a driver's licence? Uh, no, it got taken off him. Right. Yeah, I think it's part of his bail condition. <laughs> <laughs> Has he really, has he really been in trouble with the law? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. So is there any chance he will go back to prison soon or not? <laughs> we hope. He's, he's missed two Christmases because he's been in the chookie, so hopefully... We need you to somehow get him back into jail or chookie, as you say. Chookie, yeah. And then, fingers crossed, someone shibs him. <laughs> a good play. Organise a job and then lag him into the pot. <laughs> All right, I think we've solved Ursula's problem. We're going to come back with an audience member who has been treated as a slave, and she's going to come up here and tell us her sad story, and hopefully we can fix her problems as well. <laughs> Stick around, guys. The Professor and the Hack. Accessible politics with just a touch of depth. I'm Hugh Rimmington. And I'm Peter Van Onselen. You can find us, The Professor and the Hack, wherever you find quality podcasts. Welcome back to the show. We're doing really well so far, so let's just continue. Here we go. This one's a video problem. Take a look. Hi, my name's Susie. I live in Adelaide. My problem is that I have a neighbour who lives above me who, let's call, for the sake of argument, Mr Power Tool Guy. Mr Power Tool Guy likes to start using his tools at 4am in the morning, and if he's not doing that, he's on his balcony crushing cans with his feet for a five-cent refund. What can I possibly do besides cut all the power to this building to get my beauty sleep? She, uh, she needs to get out of Adelaide. And... <laughs> done. Next, yeah, that's done. an extreme, <laughs> extreme answer. No, I reckon, do you think maybe she solved it already? 
by coming on a TV show and going, hey, my neighbour's real loud. What can I do? <laughs> Maybe she can just go, hey, watch this TV show tonight. <laughs> Then she doesn't need to address it. He goes, that's me. I'm the crushing guy. He might think I got mentioned on TV. I'm going to do something else shit to get mentioned more. <laughs> have any, do any of you guys builders? Ursula, are you a builder? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite into DIY stuff. I don't okay. want to brag. But, but what uh, do you do? What oh, do you build? Anything. In South Africa, we make burglar bars for our windows. Um, so we can't just... just buy them at the shop? If you're a loser, yeah. <laughs> you make burger bars. Yeah, but now, of course, I don't. I don't. What's a burger bar? For no, us, it burglar. sounds like McDonald's. Burglar. No, burglar. Burglar. <laughs> burglar bar. It's to stop. Um, it's to stop Oscar Pistorius coming in. <laughs> What about you, Nick? You look like a man who can use power tools. And that's where it ends. <laughs> these, are, these are not the hands of someone that knows how to do things. I am hopeless. No good. And I've got a condition called benign essential tremor. It's like a just slightly shaggy hands I've always had. So, like, even in high school, we did a, a soldering thing in art. And so it was one, one semester was soldering, the second semester was painting. And they just made me do painting twice. <laughs> Absolutely, your hands shake full time, do they? Full time? <laughs> I, I've I know got many something... part-time conditions. <laughs> I think Lawrence is a werewolf. That. That's well, a nightmare. No, I've got something, got something very similar to Nick. Yes. Um, but mine's called the DTs. Yes. <laughs> That's after 40,000 bourbons, isn't it? That's... Yeah, <laughs> when, where you've been flirting with other people's wives all night. So. <laughs> so what we're saying here is, what is the solution here? What's the solution for oh. Susie. What are we going to well, do? We're I reckon, I don't know if she's single, but get yourself your own power tools and just go join him. Because, <laughs> right. like, I like to work alone, so he probably would like that too, especially if he starts super early in the morning. Then he'll go, I need to get out of this flat. This chick is crazy, and then he's got to move. So we're saying get, get, a, get an oxy welder, basically, and yeah. knock on his door and go, let's do this properly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold it down, let's go. Our next problem comes from someone who's got such an issue they thought they needed to drive to the studio and present themselves on that stool so that we can get to the bottom of it. So we're going to do that right now. Can we bring to the stage Catherine? Give it up. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. I'll give you a handshake. Yes, yes. Uh, What is your issue? Um, I'm living a dorky bogan Cinderella existence currently. All right. Um, I live in a share house with four other people. Yep. Um, about six months ago, I offered to do a little bit more work around the house just because they all work longer hours than me. Uh, it took two weeks until the lists started being left around the house. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to need you to do this. Um, I'm having guests over. Can you clean the bath and shower? Right. Um, it's got to the point now where the night before... They go to sleep, they leave me a list of everything they want me to do the next day, including food and um, breakfast and things. So, My God! Yeah, it's a nightmare and I just want to know um, how I can bring it up to them because uh, I've tried to bring it up to them before and we've had a house meeting when they said I wasn't pulling my weight. What? Um, but I want to know how I can bring it are up you, to them. Are you still paying rent? Like, yeah, yeah, same as everybody else. Everyone's paying the same rent? Yeah, yeah, same as everybody else. Because you've got less hours at work, Yeah. they want you to work at home. Yeah. So. Incredible. I mean, I didn't know you could work that out. I'll just bring my wife up into that situation. <laughs> that is. 
Why did you offer to do it in the first place? Um, well, I've got three dogs, so I thought, oh, I'll pull a bit oh, more effort because, you know, I've got... They're much... well-trained and they live outside. So did you feel bad because you had more animals than you wanted to... Was that where it came from? I think so, and it was so hard for me to get somewhere to live with my... Dogs oh, so they're, they're basically, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they've almost taken your dogs hostage, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you have, like, a contract situation happening with no, them? No, it's sort just... of a friend of a friend, like a loose oh. thing, so I kind of don't really want to be homeless. What you need to do, because you've got extra time at home. <laughs> While they're not there, you go, look, I need to vacuum all your rooms, so just leave everything open. Go through it. Find some dirt on some of them. <laughs> if they pull any of the shit, you go, I wouldn't. I saw the all. Web history. <laughs> what, is, what is the history? What is the, the gender mix of the people you live with? Is it? Uh, all girls. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It still counts. <laughs> Trust me. And your dogs definitely don't damage property, is that no, right? No, no, they're really well, be, well behaved, so well trained, can... yeah. All right. What sort of dogs? Cattle dogs. I live a really sedentary lifestyle, so I felt like I needed three working dogs. To live Get in them to summer. work. Start attaching things to them. Get them to run around. What, what people have done is made some presumptions about the person you are. They think anyone with more than two pets, they think is crazy. And um, you've got to stop being compliant. So you've got to say, no more, mm. line in the sand. In fact, start ordering them around. Yeah. Give me a cuppa. Yeah. Step on it, toots. Uh, is there, is there works. any way you could turn these dogs into killers? I'm trying. <laughs> no. I'm no. Trying, I've turned my roommate's um, dog against her, so that's a tiny bit oh, of... Wow. Oh, wow. Well, you are starting to win the war, do that? I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every time she'd leave, I'd say, she's a bad woman. You don't... <laughs> she's a bad lady, you don't... Can't be taking this crap anymore. It's going to be uncomfortable and awkward. But if you really want to live there, you can't. They can't be bossing you around. Yeah. So I mean, you are going to go home tonight. This is going to come out. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I've got to pick dry cleaning up on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Basically, she needs somewhere else to live. Who wants yeah. to live with a lovely person and three beautiful dogs? Yeah. Yeah. There must be someone. God Almighty. I need my lawn mowed. <laughs> All right, you're a, you're a wonderful person. You deserve better than this. Yeah. You deserve better. That's we all say that. Yes. Yeah. Move, yes. Out, yeah. move out. Move out. Move out. Move out. Catherine, get out. <laughs> Give it up for Catherine, everyone. <laughs> Guys, the problems keep coming. We've got to try to empty our inbox as quickly as we can. It's the yes, no round to finish us off. Got to go with your instinct. Can't linger too long on these problems. You ready for it? Yep, ready for Let's it. Let's do it. Here we go. Greg says, I run a cafe and I'm sick of diners telling me about their gluten allergies. <laughs> Should I tell them the food is gluten-free when it isn't? No. Yes. Oh, yes. Not unless you want a lawsuit. No. <laughs> My wife's gluten-free. So, oh, I'm gluten intolerant. Oh, well, good. Oh, great. I've got a... Well, you know, it annoys me. Oh, I'm gluten intolerant as well. Yeah, I'm gluten and dairy intolerant. Oh, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, go for it, Greg. Leanne says, my friends always want to play Pictionary when we go away on holidays, but they're both graphic designers <laughs> and are very good at it. Should I suggest Monopoly, yes or no? Yeah. No, yes. just get different friends. Yeah. <laughs> Pictionary is shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got 12 hours for Monopoly, though? Actually, like, Monopoly's worse than Pictionary. Yeah, just write coinage or something. Start drinking, you pussy. <laughs> 
Get on the sauce. Sandra writes, my husband insists on eating a large packet of salt and vinegar chips every time we go to the cinema. Oh. But he eats what? them very loudly. Should I ban the chips? Yes. yes. No. It's not it's, a cinema it's the, food. It's the bag, the rattling bag. Yeah, but no, don't ban the chips. Ban the husband. Just oh. <laughs> not only is the bag loud, the crunching, but they also are finger suckers. <laughs> filthy animals. <laughs> All right, uh, George says, uh, my neighbour put out his old bike on his hard rubbish. I took it and fixed it up. Now he wants it back. No way. You can't decide that your hard rubbish isn't hard rubbish when somebody else puts in the work to make it good again. Yeah. No, you put it out in the street, it's gone. If your trash is their treasure, bad luck. Yep, yeah, that's right, it. Right. Yeah. Alan says, the guy next door wears a high-vis top, but he hasn't had a job for two years. <laughs> Should I tell him to get a new top? No. No, he's trying to be noticed. <laughs> also, if you're regular enough to wear that every day, yeah. I wouldn't mess with it. You'd also have a career in politics. That's what politicians exactly. do, you know? They get the fresh old right, pie Tony Abbott, yes. And yeah. if he hasn't got a job, he probably can't afford a new top. So uh, <laughs> let him wear it. Phil says, the same kid knocks on our door at Halloween every year asking for treats, but he never wears a costume. Should I withhold the candy? No candy, no, no, no costume, candy. no candy. Oh, I no, love this kid. candy. Give me no, not at all. That's just someone asking you for snacks. No, <laughs> what if they took wood and he can't afford yeah. a, a costume? Well, you can always get a bed sheet and just go as a ghost. That's <laughs> or, or, or year after year, maybe this kid's 18. Then he can take it. You go, no. I feel like you've got too much emotional backstory in this. It's just a little, it's just a little chump that's turning up for free lollies. A couple, of years, a couple of years ago, I took my, two of my kids trick-or-treating. My son was about five at the time. He was a policeman. My three-year-old daughter was a fairy. We knocked on everyone. No one answered the door. One person answered the door and they said, we're not American. I said, well, guess what? He's not a policeman and she's not a fairy. <laughs> just give us some chocolate. All right, that's our show, guys. We had a good time. Hi guys, this is Monty here at 10 Speaks. I just wanted to give you a rundown of the things we have coming up here. From deep intrigue with Barry Dubois to belly laughs with Hugh Rimmington and PVO, 10 Speaks has it all. Here's what the public has been saying. I listened to 10 Speaks so much my elbow fell off. I listened to so much 10 Speaks my teeth became ears. I'm a short-haired domestic cat who has been given the power of speech by listening to 10 Speaks podcasts. I died in 1996, but after my caring family played my resurrected corpse, the Western Front, every week for a month, I reanimated and came back to the world to do good. I was so excited by listening to 10 Speaks that I threw my phone down a well and now I can't get it. I listened to so much 10 Speaks that I passed the HSC at the ripe old age of 14. Ten Speaks cured my rabies. Ten Speaks helped move my moustache from upper lip to lower thigh. Ten Speaks gave me the power to talk to my mother again after she pantsed me in front of my year three class. Before I was uh, a vegan, now listening to Ten Speaks, I'm still a vegan, but better. I was pretty pro-Trump until Ten Speaks gave me the power of thought. This morning I was listening to Ten Speaks podcasts when I was making my toast. On the toast was an image of Jesus. 
My doctor says that he puts my rapidly increased sperm count down to 10 Speaks podcasts. I listened to so much 10 Speaks, all my plants grew better. 10 Speaks podcasts are better than marmalade. I started listening to 10 Speaks and my tongue grew three feet. Do you mean three feet long or just three feet on it? Three feet extra. Still ambiguous. I think we're done. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.